podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Mars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Mars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. Uh, got the lads fresh from the villa this evening. Elijah, how you doing? I'm good, bro. Still 9am. We're moving well. What can we say? Uh, Reams, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going really good, you know. Yeah? Excited this week's episode. Nice one. Uh, Sebi, how you doing, man? We good, man. We live. We live, man. Hey, uh, last but not least, Jeff, who had to download Skype again. How's it going, Jeff? Thanks for joining us. I'm fine. You didn't have to bring that up, mate. Yeah, of course not, but you know me, man. Uh, you're, you're, number one, you're number one up. All right, cool. Biggest. So we're going to get straight into business. Uh, it was a bit of a mixed week for us. Uh, we'll start with the bad news and then we'll get on to our guest, the good news. So that League Cup game against Manchester City at Old Trafford, Talk to me, boys. So, Manchester City have come to Old Trafford and they've done the absolute mad thing. Uh, they've beat us 
3-1 away from home, so I think it's fair to say that we're out now. Uh, what did you guys think of the performance? Jeff, what did you think of the performance? Um, what's there really to say other than they're much better than us? I mean, the reality of it is we're never going to win that game, so I'm not upset. Well, now, nah, somebody <laughs> on the pod was definitely talking us up winning the first leg. Who's that? I can't remember. I have to. I have to look. I have to look through. Either they tweeted it or they they said it on a pod that we were going to win the first leg. But keep going because that's the sort of thing. That might have been myself. But yeah. you know, we, we can ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely ignore that. Um, no, it was embarrassing. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> the first half, there was a point. I, I think I said it in the chat, but there was a point at which we were chasing the ball in their half and they were just popping it around us. It was so easy. We looked like children. I honestly thought we was, I was watching an under-14 game. That's how bad it was. And, uh, no game plan. Um, they were much better than us. I can't think of a single player that came out of that game with any sort of credibility. Brandon Williams aside, maybe. Um, Matic, when he came on, I thought was good. But yeah, other than that, embarrassing you in the first half. Um I saw Oli tried his whole. Oh, they came back in the second. You know, we put a young team out. They put their best team out. So you know that that says something about us. Not just thinking, oh my god, like soon we get this guy out of the bell. Put it that way. Yeah, it's shameful. He tends to embarrass us every week with his comments. Um, what did you think of it, the performance, uh, Reams? Where, where do you see that we lost? Obviously. Like Jeff said, they are better than us, but I don't think there's any reason for us to go out the way we went out. Only uh, naive they, they, again. Nah, man, they beat us like we stole something, man. Like, you know what? <laughs> oh my god, they beat us like we got an F at school. I don't like. Do you know what it is yeah? Pep, <laughs> Pep is overcompensating for the fact that they thrown the league away. You know what I mean? So. He's going all out in these competitions and like he knows like beating us in a money derby badly is a good look. So like I feel like Man City wanted to win it a lot more than we did. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why there was such like obviously there's the big discrepancy in actual ability, but I feel like we didn't take the game as seriously as they did. And that took us by surprise. Like, maybe we didn't actually expect them to come out and, like, put a beating on us like they did. But on top of that, the team that we put out wasn't ideal. Fred um, um Fred and Pereira in centre mid and Jesse Lingard number 10. That when is he going to learn? It's, it's never worked. Like, we got... We played... We played that against Sheffield. Um, We played Fred and... um. Pereira sent him against Sheffield United and we got worked. Like, worked. Like, that midfield is bad. Very, very bad. So when Matic came on, it kind of like settled us down a little bit and like, obviously, we won the second half. Like, that's not really saying much, but the lineup coupled with the fact that we weren't really on it, on the game mentally like we was when we faced them in the league was just like a bad matchup. Yeah. I mean, I think they did what they had to do in the first half and then they just chilled in the second half because they knew the, the job was done. See, the first goal, Bernardo, that's just quality. You can't really stop that, can you? But Mares's goal was embarrassing. They literally 
ran through the middle of us and just played a straight ball through the middle. We parted like the Red Sea. And the way Elijah's boy, Phil Jones, got dubbed by um, KDB for the third. Elijah, come come forward, sir. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what? Your boy, Phil Jones. Hey, that's, that's a mad claim. <laughs> Yeah, the way he got he, the way he got dubbed for the the third goal was disgusting. Uh-huh. Well, it's typical Phil Jones, isn't it? And then yeah, that was it. I think when they asked KDB like, "Oh, how did you lot prep for the game?" He was like, "Oh yeah, we just did like fifteen minutes this morning." Yeah, <laughs> like the like I think he even said later on that we've done this we've done this before against other teams, so we didn't really need to prepare that much. We all knew where it was going to be and stuff like that. But like I think I tweeted it on the day. I think that I, I think that I, I tweeted on the day like, fam. As soon as I saw that they were playing without a striker, I knew they were gonna box off our midfield because they done it to us when we beat them, when they beat us two one at Old Trafford as well. Like it was it was a proper mad thing. Like the way they just Fred and Perez didn't know where to be. Walker was running right on the on the right side. Like yeah. Bam, him and Marvis were working Williams to bits. And I felt so sorry for him. Jones didn't know where to be. Lindelof was an absolute clown that day. Like, fam, the whole team was just a mess. And then, like, the, there was e- there was even a point that was so bad that Oli thought, yeah, let me change it to, to, to a 4 3 3. But by then, it was just game over. They were, they were on top of us and it was just done. But it was just so obvious to see as soon as they were going to play without a striker, they said, yeah, if because we don't have a central point, we're going to pass out the midfield, we're, we're going to dominate possession. So if you dominate possession, you're not going to have a chance to count on us. And by, by, by like the 25th minute, you were just tired from chasing the ball. And that's when it just cut through us time and time again. It was just like that first half, I think it was more tactical than personal. Like the way Pep set them up was just perfect. Just to cut through, just to cut through our team, and then yes, yeah, s- s- second half was a bit of a non-event. I mean, when he changed to the diamond, when he brought on Gomez, and then he had the top front, that looked a bit promising. Like that, was, that looked to bear a bit of fruit, and then Mamatic being there as well. But overall, like it wasn't like it wasn't even just like a personnel thing. Like it was just like Pep just tactically done. Like he just tactically done us. So like. What what can you say? Like when you have a manager like um, Sosa, what are you gonna do? Word word. I think you sum it up pretty well. Uh, some things I like to see: Rashford grabbed a goal. Uh, Brandon Williams was decent. Gomez was not bad when he came on. Like <laughs> Oli's doing him dirty, but when he comes on, you can see you can see his technical quality. Um, obviously, you lot don't really. He's too small, man. He is, he's yeah, too small, man. Yeah, Reem said it in the in the last in the last pod. He's way too, too small. Yeah, he's, yeah, I guess, man. Poor you. So I guess there's not much more to be said about this performance. So with that being said, we can get on to the good news, the better news. Uh, a four nil home win against bottom of the table Norwich. Played them twice, and I think on aggregate the score seven one. Um, of all the teams we've played in the league, nobody else makes us look as good as Norwich do, which, I mean, says a lot for their chances of staying up. Uh, what did you lot think of the performance, Seb? Um, yeah, the Norwich performance, as you said, um, it was against dire opposition, their bottom of the table. 
as we said before we started recording the pod, Norwich are quite easy. Well, sorry, United are quite easy to play against. So we have a tough time against anybody. Anybody that's willing to close the ball down and put in a bit of effort is going to give Manchester United, especially this side, um, a tough time. Also, coming off the City loss and the way we was embarrassed, I felt like Norwich um, should have definitely taken advantage of that and at least set a tempo um, and press the ball. But they didn't. And, yeah, you know, my boy Rash, he heard certain guys talking about Rash Watch. Don't you know worry, I mean? don't, you, you, don't need to, you don't need to prompt the Rash Watch. When it's time to come on, it will come on, in it. Just keep no, analysing no, the game, no. innit? Like, you heard certain guys and other guys talking about Purple Patch or whatever. Do you know what I mean? He was getting a bit weird and, you know, managed to grab himself um, a brace. And one thing I like about Rashford is he's scoring a variety of goals. All of his goals are different. Um, you know... When you say all I of his goals to... are different, yeah? Do you count the different places that he puts the penalties? Okay. That's, that's, but, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, that's You're definitely a waste man, right? Okay. You're definitely a waste Okay. I love that. Sev is silence. Oh, God. Anyway, anyway, penalties, penalties aside, um, you know, all these non penalty goals, uh, they're all great finishes. Um, and I was, I was, I, I wanted him to stay on, but then I realized, that he hasn't had a rest, and that's one thing that uh, Oli's been saying. And the thing is, we everybody's been uh, everybody's picked that, like picked up on that. That you know he needs a rest. He's played every single fucking game, like or or near enough anyway. Um, so I'm I'm happy that uh, he come off. And then I was also happy that Martial grabbed the goal because for me, I don't know. Obviously, you Martial stands um, think he plays well and stuff like that. My I didn't man. think he played well. But I just like that he grabs a goal. I just I, even if you don't play well, just grab a goal, bro. Like and he it's, was it's friendly with them. It's gonna be fine with me. But in the first, so, in the first time, it was terrible. Yeah, so he I was, was happy he, 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 he kind of grabbed the goal. But yeah, the game was what it was. It was quite easy. Norwich kind of rolled over for us. Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, I don't, um, yeah, as you were saying, Reams, break down Marshall's performance for us. So he grabbed a header, which is nice. He hasn't scored many of those. We don't score many of those. In the first half, like, he was bad. Like, he, his link-up play wasn't coming off. He wasn't making it stick. He wasn't really aggressive. Like, nothing he tried was really working out. But in the, in the first half, Rashford kind of, like, was roaming all over the place and was getting on the ball and was being aggressive and making things happen. So that kind of, like, made up for, for Marshall's poor performance. The issue I have is it seems like at present, Marshall and Rashford can't play good at the same time. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. But it feels like when one of them's playing poorly, the other one will play well and like vice versa, you know what I mean? So ideally, we need both of them to play well like against like Man City and we see, like you see how good we are when both of them are playing well and linking up and stuff like that. Um, I think another big thing that I took from this game is Juan Mata playing on the right wing. And since Juan Mata signed for us, Every good performance or every good run of form he's had has come when he's played on the right wing. Like, he's never played well as a number 10 since he signed for us. Like, he's just not suited for that position anymore. Like, he, he doesn't have the skill set for it anymore. Ah, uh, keep going. I disagree, but keep going. But, like, 
whenever he's played on the right wing, he's always like he's peeled off and like he's he's found like space on the right, like on the right hand side where cutting onto his left foot. He could like play little reverse passes. He could roam around a little bit. He could cross, and like it's not he's not under as much pressure as he is when he plays centrally and he has to receive the ball between the lines under pressure because he's not really good at that anymore. But when he's on the right wing, he could kind of like link up with his fullback. He can link up with the with the midfielders. And like he makes runs and he makes more runs into the box as well. And like you see, like his his assist, he kind of like used um Wan Bissaka as a decoy run, and then he like cut in on his left foot and provided a good cross. And that's kind of like what we miss by not having like a a, a left footed creator on the right. Like when you play guys like Daniel James and stuff like that, they don't he can't really like cut in and create because obviously he's playing on a stronger foot, so he's always gonna want to go out on the outside. Like when you when you when you are left footer playing inverted it just opens up more angles for you so we've seen even though Maher's over the hill that was his best performance of the season so it shows what we could have if we have a, a legit good creative left footed player for that um for that right hand side interesting I think his performance was more about Norwich being poor to be honest with you my issue with him and I think he's played this way for probably like the last three years or so yeah I think just us being so poor has sucked the life out of him like when you re- remember matter like he's never been quick but he was always a guy who used to uh, get on the end of things in the box he'd get away from players centrally and out wide but when you look at his game now where's the real threat in it it's a lot of like sideways passes uh getting into cul-de-sacs because he can't really get away from his man and i think he just had a, a decent game because norwich are going to give you time and space on the ball but for me he's not a player whose contract should be getting renewed this summer like oh, he, definitely he, not he, he needs to go, but for me, I don't think he can do it out wide at all anymore. And I think we suffer from not... With Wan-Bissaka being an absolute mazine, yeah? We suffer not having a man out wide who can actually take players on one-on-one and stretch the pitch for us. Because you know Daniel James is only really doing one thing. Running onto through balls and one when he gets half a yard, spamming in across. So with Rashford, who has no interest in staying wide, by the way. With Rashford, who's constantly coming inside... We look, we get very, very narrow. So I think it's very important that we do have, yes, you can have your left-footed playmaker like a ZH, but we do need a profile of wide man who's going to actually be a wide winger and who's going to make the pitch big and wide for us because Wan-Bissaka can't do that. We've we've seen that with the way he plays. What were you going to say, Elijah? I thought I heard you or heard somebody was going to say something. Um, in terms of making a pitch wide, I think we can do that with a left back. But it is true in terms of having. I think a lot of in a lot of games, the the middle is far too congested, and even when we do work it out wide, it's mostly to the left hand side because the right hand side is a ghost town, and then the only person in that ghost town is Wambasaka, who's the scariest thing I've ever seen on the ball fan because the the way he takes a touch and then it just closes everything off. It's so heavy and it's like, it's so hard to link up with that. So, matter yesterday was decent, but like like you said, I think he, that was more to do with Norwich giving him the time and space to actually look up and try to play for, forward rather than anything else. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, I mean, I, there's not a lot to take from that game, to be honest, because Norwich are just so, they're just so easy to play against and like, yeah, it's just it was a nothing game to, to me a bit because it was just like if we don't win, then that would be the craziest result because they just set up 
to play against us and we're just far too superior. So, yeah. Agreed. Some good finishes like um, Green said. The boy Greenwood doing it again. Ah, oh, my boy. My boy. Um, I want to put some someone on Greenwood cam. Who's going to take up that role? Because obviously we've got the NAB cam on the main pod. We've got Rash watch with Seb. Who's going to be watching Greenwood for us and reporting back? Who wants that job? Reams? Are you going to take that job for us? Yeah, I'll do it, man. Mason, Mason's my guy, man. He's... Yeah, you do, you do it with pleasure. So, we're warm, uh, we're warm. I'm telling you about... He's not even, we're not even there yet. We're warming up. Like, okay. What, stick talk, yeah? No, we're, Bam, we're this making, warm like, right every, every game he plays, I see a little something extra that a little extra bit of confidence that he's gained okay, and little things that he was doing in the academy that he he hasn't been doing in pro football so far. Okay, actually, like, you know what? Tell us a bit about him thus far this season, what you've actually seen him improve on and his profile because for a lot of guys, we've seen his finishes and stuff, but tell us a bit about him as a prospect. So, one thing I've noticed about him that he's going through growing pains right now. So, when he was in the academy... Like, his touch was a little smoother, his dribbling was a little smoother, but, like, earlier in the season, because he's going through growing pains and he's getting a little bit taller, his body was, like, readjusting to that. So his touch was a little bit heavier. He wasn't, like, carrying the ball as much. But now, and obviously, like, playing against men, it's harder to, like, compete physically playing against men in terms of, like, protecting the ball and stuff like that. But now, we're seeing him actually, like, engage his guys back to goal. His touch is getting back to a good level. Like, if you if you see... The little like one touch little flicks layoffs he's doing like the little the little combinations he does when the ball goes into him and he plays a quick touch out to to another guy like that's stuff that we weren't seeing earlier and now he's he's dropping deep to get the ball but when he's dropping deep to get the ball he's turning his man around you know he's turning his man around he's driving he's his reverse pass that he loves doing is coming off you know like he he's he's getting out wide he's doing the stepovers again you know what I mean and obviously we know we know. If you if you give him a chance to open out and shoot, he's gonna score. But like it's the general play and like the confidence and the fact that he's getting on the ball and he's not just like turning it over every time he gets the ball. That's like impressive, impressing me. And like even against Man City, there's like an occasion where he like got the ball on like the halfway line and two guys pressed him and he like dropped a little Cruyff on them and then like spun back around again. Like it's as little like you just see the confidence building every game and you know like he's gonna be a player, man. Definitely like he's already like. He's already a sniper at pro level, like he was at youth level. Like he's already a sniper, but like the rest of his game is starting to catch up now. Like he only turned eighteen the other day. Like he's exciting. Is he? Is he a good all round player? So when you look at him from the youth te- team to the pro level, was he a guy who just scored goals, or is he a guy who's actually a sick all round baller? He was always a sick all round baller because he could do everything really. He could run in behind. He could get on the end of crosses like. You know, like, he could run in behind and, like, get on the end of diags. He could go out wide, cut in and shoot, like, Robin, cut in, create, uh, create the space to get across. He can link up with midfielders. Like, he's always, he isn't just, like, he isn't, he isn't just, like, an out-and-out scorer. Like, he, he used to be a number 10. He was actually a creative number 10 when he was, like, 16. And then, like, when he moved into under-18s, they moved him up front. So he always had that bit of creativity about him, that bit of, like, flair about him, that dribbling. And he's added the, like deadliness and like the, the like the striking instincts now ever since he's moved up front cold so should he be starting guys i'm gonna go around and ask jeff should greenwood be starting should daniel james be starting 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer to I that mean, question is of no. Of course he should be. Like, if 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 the if the alternative is Dan James, of course he should be. Um, just to follow up on what Reams was saying, yeah. If you watched Greenwood in the academy, you'll see that he was always a class above almost everyone in the pitch. Left foot, right foot. Obviously, we know that he's as ambi as they come, but. In terms of his actual general ability, he was always top, top, top-notch free kicks. Um, even even little things like step-overs and just general flair, and you could tell that he wasn't quite confident in trying all of that in the pros. So it looked almost as though we'd been capping this whole time. Like There was a couple of games where you thought to yourself, oh, this isn't what we saw in the youth levels, but it's all about confidence. It's all about just getting there, getting your first touch. Growing pains, like you said, Reams. I mean, he's at least two, three inches in the past year or so. Um, like his body looks a lot more gangly, I, I think. By the time he's about 20, 21, he'll have that kind of Rashford, um, if you like, yeah, that athletic, breakout yeah, in terms of physique. In, yeah, 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 Do you see what I'm saying? You can tell he's got the gangly physique where once he ends up filling out, he's going to be more than fine. Um, but the growing pains were there. And Reams, like, like you said, there was a point where even his first touch looked like he wasn't as silky as it was in the pros, uh, sorry, academy level, but he's getting there. Um, there's no way in which I can be convinced Dan James is a better option than than Greenwood, um, whether he's 18 or brazy. 28. He's been looking brazy the last few weeks, man. Who? James, like even more brazy than usual. He ain't got a clue at the moment, man. Oh, I, th- I thought you were saying he was looking good. I was about no, to no, ask no, you from no, watching the game. crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, he, they, 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 this was always going to happen. That's the thing. Like, this was always going to happen where he eventually gets exposed for who he really is. It's a bit like Lukaku. At Everton, he bangs goals. You get to, you, you know, you, you're on match of the day. So, essentially, you only see the goals. Then you get to a top four club and you're on TV every other week. Or every week in some cases. Um... And then everyone actually watches you for 90 minutes and says, oh, so that's what you're really about. Uh, I mean, it was always going to get to a point where Dan James, like his overall game was going to get exposed. I mean, we always knew he wasn't the best footballer on the whole, but it was always going to get to a point where even his strengths aren't really all that useful to us. Like, I mean, there's no point in utilising his pace if we're not going to have the ball at any point. Um, If we're not even going to use him in terms of, you know, aiming at him, as far as maybe diagonals are concerned, or even having midfielders that can release the ball over to him, if that makes any sense, on the counter-attack. So there's no point in him being the team, in my opinion. I'd rather have someone like Greenwood out there that that can actually feel confident when the ball comes to his feet that he's going to do something, not necessarily spectacular with it, but even keep it. Like, what game was I watching? Was the Arsenal game? He was so abject. Daniel James, but there was another game I watched. I can't remember what it was. Was he? Did he play in the City game? There's a game he's played in the last week or two where it's probably the Arsenal game where he was just so bad. I just thought to myself, this. I think it was the Arsenal game. Then it was definitely Arsenal game. I just thought to myself, this guy is is stealing and living at this point. So it was very bad in the Burnley game. Then right at the end, he got the assist because, like, obviously Burnley was throwing everyone forward. Yeah. So all the space and all. But other than that, like, that was one of his worst games. Like, he didn't really contribute anything towards that game. I I just I can't be convinced that there's anything that he brings to the table that outweighs um, not playing Greenwood. Like it, it just makes no sense to me. I don't know if Greenwood is is a starter at 18 right now for Man United, but at the same time, we're not the Man United of maybe six seven years ago. Um, so for our level, I can't see any reason why if Dan James can play for us, will start games for us frequently then. Greenwood should definitely be in the team. He's a lot more talented. And just generally speaking, 
I think I'm sure he's outscored them already. Uh, and oh, I just yeah. feel Easy. a lot more confident with him on the on the pitch than I do with Dan James, who should be working at McDonald's. So, you know. <laughs> cool. All right. Doesn't go on. doesn't um doesn't Greenwood have tri- doesn't have Greenwood have triple the goals that J- J- James has? Oh, we can get we can get we can get started all day long on this Dan James. Uh, I mean, Daniel James has three. Greenwood has nine. He has yeah. three in the Prem. Greenwood has four. Greenwood has how many? Nine already. Yeah. Nine. If you count the EFL Trophy, which is a professional tournament, he has ten. Oh right, Reams is really drawing for that bottom barrel. That's true. Reams really drawing for that bottom barrel. I respect hey, him. Alright, cool, Seb. No, but it, it's a professional. He played against bro, a I'm, professional. I'm, I'm back it, bro. I'm back it. I'm back in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to justify yourself to me, mate. Um, <laughs> Seb, we all know why you're here. Uh, Rash watch. Oh. So, talk on it. I had the rate the week out and give us some. What was that? Three goals in one week. I'll stay to 25. Sorry, how close are we to 25? Sorry, I'll say say 12 12 out of 10. Yeah, man. You know, you know, rash man. Listen, when I I said at the start of the year he was going to get 25, people laughed. He's got 19. I just want to say, I just want to say, Mariah. Yes, bro. Mariah. Hello. Yeah, I can you hear me? Yeah, I can, can you hear me, well, man? Okay, 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 okay. Listen. I didn't even finish. Hey, no, no. Listen, but I'm the type of man that a, a, a Rashford needs in his life. Tough love, bro. I'm a tough oh, love that's kind what of guy. Was, yeah, of course, so, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Listen, nobody's like, ever A man really... like Sebi is going to just tell him he's great all the time because he's already got the Man United number Cause, 10 Because he is. Not, not enough people have spoken about him. That you're not doing God, I was going to say, not enough people have spoken about the fact that I saw Reams actually tweet the other day. Yeah. Not enough people have spoken about the fact that for three years, his footballing development at the point, like from 18 to 21, was robbed by Jose. And so frequently you talk about Rashford and his inconsistency, but so much of that was down to Jose. Okay. Never really All right, it. cool. Is it Jose Mourinho's fault when he touches shit? Is it Jose okay, what Mourinho's about... fault when he's slipping over? Is it Jose Mourinho's fault when he can't beat a man one-on-one? I agree that Jose Mourinho's systems are not necessarily the best to play in, but you still have to separate when he's not doing what we know he can do himself as a player from Jose Mourinho's system holding him back. And I think, yes, Jose it, did hold him back. Some but but how much of that is to do with the fact that he's... He only just turned 22. Mourinho. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, but, you know... He has ability and he's always had ability. So when I'm seeing him unable to beat players one on one, looking brazy. When I'm seeing him unable to stand up on his feet like Danny Danny Welbeck, looking brazy. When I'm seeing him miss chance after chance after chance, it's looking brazy. For us to not call him out would be to not be putting him on the level that he should be put on. Yeah, that's all right for certain young talents to be coming out there and doing a mazine. But for me, that's not enough. So I'm glad he's starting to show what he's really capable of and long may it continue. All, you, all you've done is describe a young player. Yeah, like, what people don't realise about Rashford as well is that he skipped forward in every stage of his development. Basically, he went from he's under 18 into the first team. Yeah. Every stage of his development. Yeah. So he didn't really have like a natural, like, like, like what Jeff says, he literally skipped on the 21s and went straight to the first team. And like, He's played for three managers in three years as well. Well, well four, I guess. Like, no one's really taken in the level of instability that he's had to come through at United in the last um, three, four years. And it's almost as though anytime he has a bad game, people go back to saying, oh, Rashford, this, that, and the third. 
I don't think we celebrate his strengths enough. Some of that is our fault, bro, because we put like we put a lot of like expectation on him when he yeah. first came through as as a top top talent, and he deserved that. So like obviously when he wasn't living up to that, obviously the backlash is gonna come. But at the start of this season, I I tweeted like last season in a in a in a stop start kind of like janky like bad season. Rashford got twenty one goals and assists, right? So this season I expect him to get forty. And when I tweeted that, people seen the forty. And everyone is laughing, like, we're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Like, all right, there's a Rashford stand. But if you think about it logically, it's like basic, like, it's a basic expectation because last season he got 21 in the season where he was in and out of the team. He was playing left wing, he was playing right wing, he was playing striker. This season, Lukaku's gone. Oli's there. Oli's put the onus on him and Martial as our main primary attackers. So all I was expecting was for him in the season where he's going to be our main attacker for the whole season was for him to double his production. Like, yeah. that is that is not a crazy, like, ob- that's not a crazy objective. And, like, what is he on? He's, he's on what now? 24? And we're in January. So, like, if people really, like, would get rid of, like, the biases they have towards, like, young English players, young English players that play for Manchester United. For Man United, exactly. And, and just Man United in general, they would realise that me... Expecting Rashford to double production from last season was not a crazy shout. I mean, how many goals exactly has he got before I continue? 90. Okay, cool. Now, I tweeted something about three months ago that, Mariah, I'll never forget you laughing at. I said, if Rashford was in the United team of years ago, I'm talking when we had Bex goals, all of these men just supplying balls all day long, he'd get close to 40 in the season, goals alone. Now, it sounds stupid, but he's on what? Like you said, 18, 19 right now, we're in January. Let's just say he ends up getting another 10 to 15 before the end of the season. That end, that takes him to 30 to, what, 35. Yeah. What is so crazy about saying that if he was in a better team with better suppliers of the football around him, he would get near 40? Because he's going to get near 40 this year. Bro, like, the thing see. is, so many things sound crazy until they actually happen. Then people say, oh, yeah, I can see how that happens. But because it got called out before, it's like, oh, that's a crazy shout. Oh, so actually, all that crazy. Think about it for a second. There's no... Way in which I, I understand that Rush does things that maybe can make you question not necessarily his ability, but the consistency of his ability, decision but making, decision making, all of, of that. That's all. That's all young players. That's all young players in the Premier League. Play yeah, but I hate the league. young player thing. But he's played two hundred games at this level, so I, I hate it. What does like, that have to do with yeah, anything? Yeah, because you have to put context in when you call a player a young player. There's a yeah, but like that's, you have to put context finish, in that as well. Let me finish. Yeah, exactly. Let me finish. You can't. You can't. Two hundred. You can't add and take away. Two hundred is a lot of appearances at this level. So don't tell me he's twenty-two. He's played. Now, now, now. How many of those? How many of those appearances have been in his best position? What is his best position? Because up until up until this season, I think his best position personally is that sort of inside left forward if you like position that he's currently playing that's pro- right now anyway up until this think... season yeah because up until this season everyone was saying he was a striker and that I, it was I Jose and it was Jose best. Mourinho's fault because he's playing him out wide that's why he's not doing well and he needs to play him up front and then when he was playing him up front he wasn't Jose was playing chances. left midfield he was tracking right backs basically yeah, and he was, was playing more, more was, the right was, wing was, and whenever he, he even got part, oh, it's not about where you play on the pitch it's about how what your role is on the pitch yeah, so he's no, playing left wing, to, but he's being asked to basically help short more than he is to to uh, being asked to attack. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I've so, watched Jose Mourinho's teams for like ten, fifteen years, so you don't need to tell me that. But 
to yeah, act so, like to, uh, to act know. like he's absolved of all this blame just because he's a young player. I think that's mental. His performances weren't good enough for how much experience he'd had at this level. Simple ass. He's turned nah, up, man. He's, he's turned I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not rolling with that. Hey, so, Mariah, right, let me experience it. Wait, one second. Experience is one thing, yeah, but you got to think about, um, you know, he, again, as we've stated, he's played under various managers, various systems, various yep. tactics, various coaching. So, as a young player, again, as everyone said, he skipped development from the 21s, where... You know, the ethos for the first team is, you know, he's brought down to the 21s. He's skipped that. He's gone straight to the first team. Mm -hmm. If you look at every single player that plays for Man United, none, no player has improved. In fact, there's a lot of players that have regressed, i.e. Martial. Martial's best season was under LVG. Mm -hmm. Even Smalling looked like he could pass the ball under LVG. That was the only coach we had in this this. this dire period so he's never ever played on a coach he's just been played on the manager said all right you man just go do your thing and then yeah just just see what happens so coming on for 10 minutes and that's one cap or coming on and then you're having to track up a, a, a player all the way back to your box uh but you tracked him for 60 minutes and that's another cap where's the actual coaching in that He's not all of these things he's doing on his own, you know. He's improving on his own. So for me, I just I definitely feel like the criticism is unwarranted. So if you're giving and just him all the credit, then he has to get some of the blame. No, no, no. I, I, you I, said because what's you. Ollie, What's Oli doing for him? Fuck all. Exactly. So if so, unless Oli's coming but, and but the and, position, but the position. Sorry, he's not. He's not tracking back the right back all the way to he's basically been given license to express himself it's not a rigid formation like Jose Mourinho or whatever he's having license to express himself and stay in an attack and I think he's flourishing doing that do you know what I mean so when we compare him to other young players and stuff like that but people act like it's obscene like these players will be playing exactly the same as Rashford in all the teams and all the managers we've coached. Like, there's not one player in the world that's going to thrive under Jose Mourinho in a team that we had. Like, Mbappe, whatever. Like, he's, there's, there's none of them. Do you know what I mean? So, for me, I feel like um, Rashford definitely deserves all the credit and he's definitely on par with all of them, man. All right, we'll keep watch. I'm, I'm not mad at it. He's, he's doing his thing still. All right, cool. So... What I want to discuss now, it's been an interesting, well, I say interesting week, but it feels like three or four days. Uh, the, the transfer rumour mill is, is, is bubbling. Uh, Reams, you seem to be the person who's watched the most of him. Bruno Fernandes, talk to us. Is it happening? What are we getting? How are we going to line up? Give us the good news. Um, I think when it was just like the Portuguese media that was pushing the story, I was a little bit sceptical because obviously... It's in Sporting Lisbon's best interest to like market Bruno Fernandes as like some hot property that a lot of teams want. They're, they're desperate to get rid of it. I, apparently, they're in some financial trouble. They even they even taking like a cut price from what they are. Like Sporting's like a club that's probably ran like even worse than United. Like they're in, they're in trouble right now. So when it was just the Portuguese media, I was taking it with a pinch of salt. It was a little bit like yeah, this happened in the summer as well. Like it's just another one of those things. But now that the English media have slowly started to like pick up on it as well, and they're kind of like corroborating with what the Portuguese media is saying. They're not putting their necks on the line just in case it doesn't happen, but they're saying like, yeah, there, there's there's some smoke, there's some fire behind the smoke. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little bit more confident that it might happen. Um, I feel like 
it's an underwhelming signing, in my personal opinion, in terms of the players of a similar profile that play in a similar position that are available. But I think okay, it's a necessary okay. Interesting. So, how do you feel about us? We'll spend like, what, 60 million? They're saying about 60 million euros. So, how 60, much is that? I don't know, maybe 50. 55? Yeah, in the 50s. So, you say it's an underwhelming signing. I think that's a reasonable price for it, in my personal opinion. Do you worry about signing a player who isn't necessarily the quality just to make us better in the short term? Definitely, Shat. Um, and it's not because like I feel like it's going to be a bad signing. I'm just worried about who this signing is going to make us miss out on. Because signing a good player is still signing a good player, but you still feel a little bit bad if you miss out on an even better player. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, so if make so if, for example if we sign this guy and he's good he's decent he gives us 10 15 goals assist a season and then like Chelsea signed Jack Grealish and he's amazing you're going to feel like we could have easily got Jack Grealish you know what i mean yeah but I, I feel like he fills a need and the need is we're very top heavy at the moment we're relying on production from our free forwards and Daniel James so <laughs> we need some production <laughs> like Daniel James has nine goals and assists this season like that's way above anything that we could have ever expected him to produce and the reason why he's got that much numbers because he's had to play more minutes than we would have hoped and like literally like relied on anyone that could possibly offer any kind of spark of like creativity or service or anything i Lingard on the pitch again man ever again Mino like, needs to get him out ASAP He's very bad, and like I feel like it's a confidence thing because he's never been this bad. Like, honestly, he's never been this bad, and I feel like right now his he's confidence decent, is at all yeah. time low, and he probably just needs to move on and start somewhere fresh, away from like the circus that's Manchester United. So yeah. I feel Bruno feels specific need that we need. Like you know, he could he could score goals, he could create, he could do crossing and Charlotte. He's a set piece merchant. <laughs> you know what I mean? All, all of these things make it easier to create chances. And we struggle at creating high-quality chances on a consistent level. So a guy that can just get the ball and whip a early cross into the box that in between the centre-backs and the goalkeepers that they can't defend, that's a, that's a reliable way of creating quality opportunities. So no, one, no one's really providing that at the moment. And you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like he's a necessary signing and he'll make us better in the short term. Um, Long-term speaking... I, I feel like we still need a right winger and we still need a, a quality defensive midfielder. And then at the number eight position, we have Pogba and Fred, who are good options in my opinion, but we possibly can get another option at that position as well. But that's like just being greedy. Yeah, we need as much quality as we, we can, essentially. Like, we don't want to be in a situation where, for example, Bruno comes in and gets injured and then we're screwed again. So I think getting two quality offensive-minded midfielders in and then getting a defensive-minded midfielder as well as the player on the right-hand side is, is where we need to be. Um, Jeff, we were talking yesterday about this kid at uh, Birmingham, Bellingham. Um, so you keep your ear to the streets very much. So what do, you, what do you know about him and what do you think are the chances that he actually comes in as well? Because he's, what, 16 years old, I think? I've got no clue if we're actually buying them, to be fair. I've actually made my calls, but I've actually asked around. But all I know is that for the last four years, pretty much every club in England, or Cat One club in England, is has been looking at this kid. Um, like I said, I, I, yeah, I know he's got another a brother, um, 
in Birmingham's academy. They they're both they got picked up by the early doors. Um, but to be fair, a couple of years ago, the youngest one was the, the the younger one rather was the one that people were kind of raving about. Um, so I'm, I wouldn't say I'm surprised that Jude's uh, sort of like surpassed him. But at the same time, yeah, of the two, it was always the other one that I was hearing names about or hearing things about. But um, he's always been, it's weird, he, he's, he's a DM, but he kind of plays a bit like someone who's not really a DM um, in terms of his actual ability, like his skill set. Uh, but he's already a, a fantastic athlete at 16, which is just incredible. I don't know what the feek is these days, but... Um, uh, 13 million I think that they, they were talking getting how much 13 12.5 oh, or something like that you said 30 <laughs> jumped uh, to be honest with you 30 million is nothing these days and if it's going to get a talented kid your way or not just a talented kid but there's no not many players if any players at under 16 or if you like the under 16 age group in, in the country that are ahead of him so I mean that's an investment of, of when you're United you buy a player at that age he, he you expect him to stay with you for at least as long as you want the player. Um, True. So I, mean, I, I don't think it's a bad investment, regardless of what we end up paying, so long as it's not too much. He's definitely a big talent. Um, like Reams was saying, Birmingham has been in financial trouble for years. I'm talking years, going back to the Alex McLeish days and what have you. Like they've been, they've always been in some kind of like financial um, difficulties. Hello, I'm there. Is is he a bigger talent than Hannibal Medry? Who we signed for ten million, and then to be honest is. with you, I like Anibal a lot. That boy is very, very gifted. No, he's, he's, he's definitely—I wouldn't say he's the next up, but in two, three years, I could less than three years actually. Definitely in a couple of years, I could see him in um, not a pro somewhere. Hopefully for United, but if he's not playing for us, he'll definitely be um, on loan somewhere, killing in the first team. He's definitely a big talent, but I don't know if he's ahead of him. Um, I think Bellingham physically is definitely ahead of him. Definitely physically is ahead of him. And the thing is, in this country, I think sometimes we we underestimate how important it is to be ahead of the curve physically. It doesn't mean that you're always going to be ahead of the curve, but especially as a young player, you see so many boys that are just fantastic athletes um, in midfield, and then it, it just spurs them on, if you like. My thing about him is I've not watched many Birmingham City games where he's been in the first team. But what I have heard is that he's never at any point looked out of place in some um, cases he's been their best player. And you have to understand, championship football at 16, Premier League football, I'm not saying Premier League football is easier, but championship football, like if you watch championship football... Physically, championship was more it's demanding. It's yeah. ridiculous. Physically, it's so demanding. So for him to be... Guys that have played football tell you that as well. Bro, so to be, to be holding his own at that level at 16 years of age, I think... The, the the magnitude of that can't actually be understated. Like it's it's a big thing. So I mean, if twelve point five is the fee, I know he's hella gifted and he's not even got started yet. Let's be real. Like at sixteen, he should still be playing under eighteens football. He's playing first team championship football. So I mean, let's get him in by all means. Um, yeah. My only thing is that you, you, you uh, at this particular moment in time, I feel like we're stuck in, in between like a rock and a hard place. Like we're gonna buy a boy like him at sixteen, big talent. But he's not going to come and start for any games for us. We kind of need to get back into the top four. So we need to buy players of an established kind, if you like, so that we can actually do that. And then you, if we get back into the top four, you then say to yourself, okay, at what point does 
a Bellingham get into our team. But at the same time, I'm all for just buying the best players like we used to do and just kind of like letting them fight it out, if you like. Go, so go, go from there, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, get him in. Uh, sometimes it's as, as crazy as it might sound, it's better to have a player than to sort of say, oh, we're going to let another club pick him up and then end up regretting it in five, six years. You see what I'm saying? So, Words. Agreed completely. Let's, let's get him in. Uh, some good news, and I have to give Oli credit because he has been getting rid of the dead wood. Uh, Ashley Young is going to Inter Milan. Man said uh, good news. We tried, we offered him another contract, mate. Yeah, but he didn't accept it. So he, Yeah, exactly. That's on him. He, he, he so nearly that's stayed good, yeah. <laughs> so, That's good news. Do you know what? I don't even think they really want to keep him, but obviously because he's a club captain and he's been around, they have to put up a, like, a cheeky fight. Like, uh, like, hold this, bro. But he wants to go play for Conte and perhaps win win a league title in Italy. Yeah, uh, so could... this he was breaking it down about I think the tax laws or something are changing, so you might see more players going over to Italy. I, I, that's the first I was hearing of it, but it makes sense. The only thing is, I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. He's he's played for us for ten years, now, almost ten years. It's crazy. Like yeah. Ash Young has been a United player for ten years, and in those ten years, he's actually got stupider. Like, he's got dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> if you watch him, he's actually got more and more stupid. Like, he, he still plays like a 19-year-old. I've never seen someone get caught um, the other side of a defender. So, like, he, he's always... Someone's always getting in behind him. Or he's taking 10 years to close somebody down so they've got all the space in the world on his he side. He loves it, man. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. He, he kicks the ball almost as though he, he, play, he plays football like he has no composure. And sure. then he's, you look at his age, and he's 35, and you're like, whoa, what the heck? Listen, good riddance, good riddance to all of these guys. The only guy that I said, let's get rid of, and if we end up keeping, I'll be, I will won't actually mind, is Matic. Uh, the rest of them get rid of. Nah, Matic needs to go, man. Nah, man. Nah, he, he looks like he's got no, his legs bro. back, man. I don't no, mind him. As he hasn't got his oh, legs back. He had, look at this guy, Elijah, oh, yeah, chat to ooh, your boy. I, I, I was chat telling to... him the other they always reel you back in. This they reel you back in. So like door, he's going to have one game that I'm going to say, oh my God, you <laughs> Remember, he people hasn't played. Cannot forget. No, people can't forget that this time last year, McTominay was looking so much better than Matic, yeah? I won't forget. Both of them, they're both scrubs. Just, yeah. Get no, Matic, Matic lost, it, lost all his legs. It, it, it just became sad. It was like, what the heck? Nah, and the worst nah. part about it is that obviously as a DM, at his best, we saw him going toe-to-toe with Yaya. So it's almost like he's got no legs to cover anything in midfield. So he's thinking, what does he actually do? We've we, we got to uh, complain and admit that we've looked better in every game that Matic Matt, oh, Honestly, oh, honestly. Yeah. Oh, honestly yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah, he definitely has. He, he has. He's come in. Remember, he hasn't played very much. So his legs are still still fresh comparatively. So what happens is that he'll play. Because remember, when he first came in, he was really good. And we were gassed. two months, mate. Yeah. And the Chelsea fans were and like, then, And then for the couple months of Oli as well, he was yeah. good as well. The Chelsea fans were like, all right, just keep watching. I remember they were like, all right, keep, this is what he does every season. Yeah, way until he's, January or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah He starts the season yeah. well, and then he burns out by January. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So it's almost like you have to use him sparingly. You use him in certain games. And if that's the case, then he can hang about. But let's just put the Matic situation to bed because he's on what? He's on what? 150 probably. So if we're keeping him, he's gonna want that again for like three, four years. Let's get just, him out. Yeah, let's just let's just get rid of him, man. Let's just get rid of him. Uh, you lot's boy Pogba uh, has had to descend to the stage where he's had to post social media of him getting <laughs> oper- getting operations and working out. 
Um, Seb, I feel like you're the sort of Man United fan that's made him have to do this. H- how do you feel about those um, posts? Does that uh, ease your heart somewhat? That he's actually injured? No, it doesn't ease my heart because we didn't actually see the operation. <laughs> so, God knows, man. Guy could be just faking it. Guy's pretending to be higher than that, man. <laughs> like, come on, bruv. Like, yeah, man. To be honest, man, see Pogba, like, he, he ain't played all season. I'm pretty much, I don't care anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, whether he's injured, I think he more done it because of the gigs comments. And the thing is, like, I didn't even click on the gigs comments. I don't even know what he said, but I know he said something about Pogba possibly faking an injury or some stuff like that. But, um, yeah, man, just let the guy go, man. He wants to go, but, it just it it just depends on who's got the bread for him because Nobody's you know not going anywhere. That's the thing. He knows yeah, he's he's, he's not going anywhere, man. He knows yeah. what, what, I, what I will say is I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Pogba brings a lot on himself. Like he's brought a lot on himself. Speak don't, on it. Go on. Speak on I, it. My thing is I'm I'm not saying that it's right that he has to do all of that on social media. What he did the other day, like obviously, I think that's him being him. But at the same time, it's even sad that he's doing all that to have to kind of prove that he's getting operation. But let's not pretend like there's, there's, he's, he, there's things he said, things he's done where it's like, okay, cool. You, you're bringing certain things on yourself. I don't care what anyone says. Listen, it's more than fine for him to have been dancing at a wedding or wherever it might be. But my only point is when it hits the press, you almost know what people are going to say. And I'm not saying Pogba invites on, but I think what he does is almost sort of say, well, people are going to talk, so let it be, which is fine. Let me but you almost anyway. have to kind of yeah. get that people are going to talk. So if you're saying, well, let them talk, they are going to talk. Yeah, and so. people are going to see that, okay, cool, you've not played much. You said in the summer you want to leave. Now we're at a point where you're supposed to have been injured. It's a very stupid takeaway, if you like, but it's... I don't think stupid can ever be understandable, but there's a point at which you kind of have to not get it, but not far off that anyway. You haven't played games in, in, in months. So far as we know, your timetable is... is uh, We're not sure when you're, you're returning. And then video comes out and you're, you're, you're dancing away like a dancing man at your brother's wedding. Cool. It's your brother's wedding. You're supposed to be dancing. But at the same time, someone who doesn't know much, we know it's supposed to be... Right. Etc., 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 his, that ankle he was rubbing away on it like it was, you know, like like it was he was as as healthy as they come. Yep. Naturally, people are gonna talk, and then you get people kind of say, "Oh yeah, put his back inside." People straight off his back because a lot that people vilified him for that he never deserved to be vilified for. But this stuff that he has, that he defend you here, mate. Can I? And I'm not saying the wedding's one of those things. It's just an. You just still haven't forgiven so him. Defend him at times when it's almost put this on yourself, mate. The summer, even him kind of saying, "I want to leave. I think my time here is done." Get Raiola to talk because we all know the Raiola's doing what he wants to do. But at the same time, it's sanctioned off his his kind. One thing about Raiola, I want like, listen, I'm gonna bat for my client. Uh, he might say just based on what he sees himself, but a lot of it is. I've spoken to Pogba, this is what he wants, this is what I'm saying. Everything is, regardless of what Sebi said, that's frequently, and I'll stick to it, so long as, until the actual thing happens. 
it's gonna sign you know, it's gonna be for a lot of money. Part of that is to do the fact that he's got nowhere else to go. The other part is that I actually do think I've always believed that he genuinely years ago was more of like a I have to go and be great kind of thing as opposed to wait to see if I'm gonna get a chance of a Park G song or Raphael and midfield. Completely fair. These are coming from but I've always felt like he did feel like in the age it's not gone exactly the way we hoped it would do, or he probably hoped it would do. I still think there's time for it to turn around. And there's 400k reasons why he's probably going to stay. So I think we're moving on. Let's find a way to put some pieces around him so that we can actually be the team we're supposed to be. Because with all due respect, I don't care what anyone says, outside of the country that has Pogba's skill set, um, if we find the right pieces around him, I don't know. I didn't get to say too much, but you know, I haven't watched too much of him. But anything has to be better than Pereira and Fred next to Honestly speaking, if we can get some decent pieces around him, I can't really see any reason why we can't become a much better team for why he... Word. Your sound's gone a bit brazy. I don't know if it's just me, but um, I'm going to finish up with the listeners' questions now. Uh, we've gotten quite a few questions. Uh, some of them have actually become redundant in the hours since they were um, asked. But we'll bang them out real quick. Um, I'm going to start here with Har Adams 1. Uh, is Brandon Williams good enough to make the left-back spot his own? Or do we still need to recruit one? What do you guys think? We need a left-back 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Definitely need a left-back. <laughs> yeah. Ra, I'm Don't... expecting more love for B-Will, boy. Thing is too... I want Gaia. I want my boy Chilwell. Even though even though Chilwell's having a mayor recently. That, that's, that's why I said who. Because I want to see I if anyone see, can say Chilwell's name. Have you seen? You see if Real Madrid really want Pogba, right? And they want to cough up some dough. Maybe we get them to include Sergi Regulon in the deal. Cause Include who? <laughs> hey right, man, Reem, don't start name, this. Bro, listen, don't Sergio start this who, stuff, man. This, this who the hell is that, man? Sergio, 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 Regular, regular, yeah. Don't do me like this, man. Twenty-three, what is he been balling out, yeah? Yeah, but he's been quality this season. All right. Uh, what sort of left back is he? <laughs> he's a overlapping, getting on the end of. Ball, through balls in between the centre back and the full back type of left back, you know what I mean? United ain't that smart anymore, man. You know, if it was like if Fergie was here, I would trust that like United would go grab him if Fergie was here. I don't know where all of our scouts have been. I don't know what they're doing. Like, what what player have we scouted that you say, all right, cool, you man do your thing at thirty? Like, who? No, I, think, I, I, think, I think I think <laughs> I think the last one, the last one I can see. Marshall. Was Bailly, probably. Yeah. 
Bayern yeah, even, I was say Bayern, but, yeah. Yeah, probably, but probably Bayern Marshall are the yeah. only ones since Fergie's left. I said, all right, cool, you man done your thing in it. Do you know what I mean? Other than that, bruv, like... It's been just been very easy pickings. Like, very... Fam. You can just... Like, they're very... Obvious, you see them like, coming from a mile away, like... Yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Like, and that's the problem. When <laughs> when you're going for those easy pickings, you're going to play a premium. And that's what we've exactly. been doing. We're playing that premium on it. So, uh, Reem said reggaeton. Reggaeton? Reggaeton, man. Gaia said... Um, Gaia said... Elijah said Gaia. Uh, tell us a bit more about Guy for those of us who haven't watched him. <clears throat> Me. Yeah. yeah so, like, I saw a bit more Guy when he was younger. And it, at that point, it seemed like he was going to move on to, like, uh, Real Madrid or Barcelona because he was just balling out so much. And then I, I he basically just dropped off. Like, you didn't hear much about him and didn't really see much, much of him. But then that Chelsea game uh, this season at the Mestalla, I watched him, and this guy was basically like a left winger and left back all on, on his own. It was crazy. His touch was impeccable. His dribbling was good. Like, the balls was put into the box. Like, he, he was basically their best creator that game. Like, he was giving James the work that game. Like, James had a real tough game. Like, it was like that was a really good back bout to watch. I'm not too sure about him potentially, but like I said, if we, we if we really have Rashford coming in on that left side, then we need a, a, a fullback that can overlap and get into that space and stretch, like stretch teams, like like just stretch teams across and vertically. Because the problem we have is that because because we play so narrow, it's just so easy to play against. So, so we just need someone that can just add a bit of verticality to our game, and like he looked perfect for it. Like, um, he looks like a good person. Reams, can reggaeton defend? Yeah, yeah he can defend. Uh, he's solid, yeah. Uh, and, Sebi, yeah, I guess you said something about Chilwell. Yeah, like, he's, he's yeah. been poor. He's been... Yeah. Sorry, yeah, he's been poor uh, recently. So, say, like, Chilwell, the last month for that, he's been crap. Now, he's he's, he's been... destroying his stock. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's been crap in the last month or so. But other than that, man, he's pretty consistent. I feel like he's a good six and a half out of ten going both ways. Um, oh, and j- yeah. you know, you know yeah. he's going to cost like 60, 70 mil. I, I know, I know. Like, obviously, if there's, if good there's, six if there's, and a half. Yeah, if there's, good if there's six and a half. Yeah, man, six and a half going both ways. Like, he's a steady I don't know about both ways. Maybe going forward. Nah, I think, uh, I think defending wise, other than this month, he's been pretty sound in it. But um, obviously, I don't know about all these other left backs in Europe in it. So if there's other better players, of course I'd, I'd definitely take them. But all I know is that we can't have Luke Shaw and uh, Brandon Williams. They, I, I, they, I like a lot about him, but the bar is on the floor at Man United at that left back position. So when you really take it in, he is he is decent, but he's not a left back. Like I think he would be a good attacking right back. Do you know what I mean? But then that position's a bit long for him as well. So I just see him as being like a backup left back or probably even moving on. But don't don't um don't um be surprised if Man United go get Danny Rose for free in the summer or whatever. Because <laughs> that's what we're capable of. How? How is that what we're capable of? When have we gone and got, grabbed some obscure? United are sick. I'm telling you, all right, you'll see. You'll see what United, United will shock you, bro. Like, United will shock you, bro. 
Like, no, you know, we wouldn't do it. that. We wouldn't do that. I would, and I would come on spot for our own screen. And, oh, if, right. you, and if you listen oh, no, to what the, the streets are saying, uh, we've ooh. been speaking to Poch and he, we, we've been speaking to him for a minute. Oh, yeah, and he's, he's kind of outlining what he wants. And if he wants to bring Danny Rose with him, then we fight. we'll fight him at the gates, man. How old is, <laughs> how old is Danny Rose? He must be 30. 30 must be that 30. 30, yeah. That's too old, man. Even if he got one more in him, that's too old. <laughs> yeah, he's 29, so he's turning 30 in July. Nah, he, he's actually finished. Like, yeah, but he's, he's actually washed, yeah. Mentally yeah, and physically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I knew that was coming, but... Yeah, it's, it's, not that he's, it's not that he's 29. Yeah, it's not that Danny Rose is 21, 20, 29, 29, so he's not worth the uh, the buy. Is that he's an old twenty nine? Like he, mm. he he plays, he moans like he's been playing for twenty years. And he can't wait to retire. <laughs> Physically, he's done out here as well. Like he's an old twenty nine. Buying or bringing in Danny Rose would just be a terrible decision. But like Seb, said, I could actually see it happening. Um, no, I don't trust Man United anymore. You got to understand that I don't trust us. So you know, all of these, all of these players, and uh, get, like I can see, like obviously, if Poch don't come in. And Oli's still there. I can see Oli saying, oh, we need some experience in the squad. Somebody that's been in the Prem. He knows the Prem in, inside and out. And we've lost some key players like Ashley Young. So, uh, yeah, Danny uh, Danny will come and join the boys and uh, look forward to seeing what he can do. That's exactly what Oli will go and say. That sounds like Oli, boy. That's that sounds Oli, like him. Like, that's made me so sad. That, that sounds that, like Oli. That is what he will say. That's exactly what Oli will say, bro. Sam, the way <laughs> you described it, it was just, I could just see Yeah, definitely. Uh, exactly about it. I, thought it was, I thought it was mad when you started, but now I'm scared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the second question from... Her Adams won. Uh, is Henderson good enough to be United's number one currently? Should we catch in on DDG while we can? Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about uh, Jordan Henderson for a second. <laughs> but, yeah. um, um, no, Henderson still needs another season still. Um, um, the only reason why I say that is because he's going to come in and he's going to compete and it's going to be a bit of a... DDG pay 70%, you pay 30%. I feel like we should let DDG tank again, which he will next season, and then Hendo come in after that, where it's more like like more um, like he's going to play. Like, I don't want him to just play cup games and then some games and then, you know what I mean? Like, I want him to play consistently week in and week out and, you know, still uh, fill out a bit because he's still, he's still slender, still a young boy in it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, no, nah, I think that we should sell DDG uh, 2022. So, 20, yeah, yeah, so 2022. Sorry, 2021. 2021, and then obviously bring the um, bring Hendo in for 21 22. All right, cool. Um, got a question from Boy King 876. Um, this is obviously now redundant because Barca have got a different manager, but this made me chuckle. Zina Xavi may become Barca's new manager. Would you take Vidal, Dembele, Semedo, Frippo, Tabido? Uh, that's the question. And obviously you can notice uh, certain characteristics which link all those. They're all black. Yo, yo, I take Todibo. Yeah? I take Todibo. 100. I would take... I'll, t- oh. I'll take Dembele. I'll take Dembele as well. I still, man, I still, I man is still gambling on Dembele. Yeah. No. Dembele is Dembele. a definite. Come on. He's, 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 he's going to take Dembele. 
Bro, why, but Dembele, yeah, you would have to pay a hundred million, and he's only going to give you fifteen games a season. Those, and those how many of those games are going to be ninety minutes? Exactly. Ah, so, uh, nah, man. I don't. I don't trust him, man. I, I mean, the quality is there, man, but he's fitness, man. We can't keep doing it to ourselves. Like, what's like, supposed to end like this? I can't believe we're writing them off already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't think Bas would even demand hundred million. Of course they will. Yeah, yeah, of course they will. They, they, know, they, know, they, know, the of t- they know the level of talent that he is, isn't it? But they just want to cut their losses. But they're not gonna like sell him on the cheap. No way, because like um, Reem said, he is technically still pretty young. So you don't need to really turn their back on him. But yeah, things are just not working out for him there. Like every time he gets back, literally gets on the pitch for five ten so, minutes, and, and then, then he's he, gone again. He pulls something again. It's a bit brave, like, It's, it's like, weird, yeah, because you see the other youths and that, yeah. Not going to say it's a, it's a racist thing, but, bruv, all the doctors in Barcelona, you don't see them, like, fam, they're patterning up all the other players. <laughs> when, it comes, when it comes to the belly now, five minutes and he's done, like, what doctor are they showing, man? Like, what doctor no, are they giving no. to them? Like, you must be using the doctor on Fortnite. Man. Do you know like, what I mean? Like, he's using that doctor. He's using that doctor Nick from The Simpsons, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that guy, yeah, I just can't. I, I, I think he plays a part in his injury still because I, I know he's probably one of the worst trainers you've ever seen in your life. Because oh, you, you can, you can just tell he's proper lazy. Like you can actually tell. Like his mentality is like it's, it's not enough to be anywhere near Barca because he's just like you can tell like he's, he's always been the best player there so it's like he can't really get it like get his he can't get up for like big get like not like big games just can't get up for like small things and that stuff like that like training that's why he's always late and shit like that like that's the thing with those natural naturally yeah. gifted man when you're naturally gifted and you have amazing technique and you feel like time is on your side and you're young like that, whatever. You just do... A lot of them just do what they want. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why they would never go to this level. Like, he needs better people around him. He needs people around him like what Mbappe has. Because the people Mbappe has around him are so amazing. Like, they keep him grounded, they keep him humble, they keep him hardworking. Like, Dembele, it seems like he's got bare youths around him. Dembele, he played 15 minutes at the World Cup, got dragged and played FM the rest of the tournament. (laughs) He's he's moving absolutely mad. But that said, yeah, you... (laughs) Like Jeff said, for the level of talent he is, you you have to gamble. You have to gamble on it, man. And just yeah, I, I can't believe so many people are, in general are unsure on him. If Dembele is available today and says he, he doesn't mind playing for United, Bravo, everyone, Barca, it's cap. Bro, take it's cap. It's cap. Like everyone will sign him, isn't it? But obviously, bro, Dembele again, is crazy. Gonna, he's, he's again like the same way that Sebi mentioned earlier when you're comparing these young talent. He's constantly going to be compared to Mbappe, isn't he? So mm-hmm. when everyone sees what Mbappe is doing and you compare it to what Dembele is doing, which is a whole heap of nothing, it's like, uh, man, I called him a fraud almost. So, Fam, yeah. Dembele will end up in at, at fucking Leon or fucking... I swear, I thought you were going to say McDonald's. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that bad. He will end up in Leon and... Um, Let's yeah, say Leon, just, come on, you just, you, nah, Okay, you'll see, bro. Donny can't stay fit for five games in a row. He can't stay fit for two games in a row. It's not going to happen for him, bro. He's done. If you're saying, if you're saying that 
Barcelor aren't going to let him go for any uh, less than 100 mil. Where are Leon going to find 100 mil to buy this guy? In free, in, no, in three, in three years' time, do you know what I mean? It's just going to be there. You say that Barcelor for three years, you'll be yeah, out man. there by the end of 2021. Bro, they're going to do him, he's going to be playing fucking reserves and that. And then, yeah, man, Leon are going to come in quick 40 mil. That's it, man, he's done. The crazy thing is that in two, three years, he's still going to only be like, he's still going to be under 25. So I don't care what anyone says, he's worth the gamble. Like, that's one I'll definitely just back with. Uh, well, if we can get you got to think as well. Like Shall I tell you why I wouldn't do it as well? Yeah. It's not like Man United or like Liverpool. I don't know what Liverpool put in their thing, but their first team don't get injured. Do you know what I mean? Rarely, hey, anyway. We can talk about that one still. Rarely, I don't mind. Rarely. I don't mind. But, the German. Man, Man United, yeah. Our history... I don't know what happened. Since Fergie has left, every season, we're getting battered with injuries. There's not a season where everybody just stayed fit. No, nah, like, even under Fergie, no, no, no. That's one thing I remember. Uh, Fergie, under Fergie, yeah, we he, had he, mad injuries. We had injuries all the time. That's great. Oh, but, 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 Damien Duff was giving them the business, bro. That 3-0. Bro, they Carrick and Fletcher at Fulham and we lost 3-0. Yeah, man. That. Bro, we've had injuries, you know. We've always had injuries. Always had injuries. Remember Scholes' like, no. eye thing? To this way, day, but, I ain't happy yeah. about that still. Yeah, Bearman got injured under Fergie. All right, got a question from Superfly MK. What's the best centre-back performance over a season post-Fergie? For me, it's Blind 15-16. Yep. No, small 14-15. That's all coming by. 15-15. It's clearly falling in that period. Come on, man. You got a light. That was Lynn. 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 That was was really good. Yeah, by, by was it, but it's ha- it has, has to be Blind. Blind 15-16 was incredible. I saw him yeah. get worked in one game, and that was versus Watford. And yeah. he... Wait, 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 wait. was better than Smalling that year. Yes, he was. Yes. Blind was carrying was, uh, it still. Nah, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Bam, I'm sm- not having it no, whatsoever. Sm- Mike, no, outstanding. Smalling, Smalling from, from the Newcastle game in, in, in like, Jan. He was washed, absolutely washed. And then that final versus pa- Palace. You know, I, I remember was that the season right. when we played. He Chelsea. did have a bit. Of, he did have a bit of a dip. You're right. Was that the season he when had... we played Chelsea and he did the absolute mad thing? No, no, that was the season after. That was when I cut Sanderson. <laughs> that was when I cut. No, nah, that was the year after. That, that was when I cut. Nah, you shouldn't have played that game. You should not have played that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's within Jose and it's just making players play through it. it, it Injuries and that. Still, yeah, Superfly, we're with you. Uh, Blind, fifteen, sixteen. We're all in agreement. Unless uh, anyone else has any other opinions. No, we aren't. Alright, cool. Uh, (coughs) No, we aren't. (laughs) I can't even hear you, man. Mute that part out. Uh, (laughs) We've got a question from the Magic Man's rant. Reports are saying Ollie sent his personal scout to watch Rice play versus Sheffield. 
Thoughts on that? Oh. I don't know, man. Thoughts <laughs> on that? I'm not away, Thoughts on that potential transfer? And if you don't want Rice, who would you suggest United get for that DM role? Hello? Um, Wait, did you not say Declan Rice? Did you hear the question? What was the question? Sorry. Uh, reports are saying Oli sent his personal scout to watch Rice play versus Sheffield. Thoughts on that potential transfer? And if you don't uh, want Rice, who would you suggest United get for that DM role? Wait, wait, wait. Who, who is reporting this, please? <laughs> I saw it somewhere as well, too. Was that a credible source? Because if, we, if we're actually for Rice, I'm done. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, he's not actually that bad of a player, but... Um, he's, um, just not it. he's not it, man. He's not. Nah, he's not you, see, you see, you see, Declan Rice, yeah. Oh, for God. God. oh, that's relax, relax, relax. For the DM, for the DM role, he's actually perfect. Oh, he said perfect. I'm not saying that he's like the best player or whatever, but he's got two. Amazing. He's got two really good attributes for what we need right now. Somebody who covers ground and has a lot of PMP and he's improving um, this season. Like he, he, the, the PMP showing is, is is nuts. And somebody who can actually break lines and pass the ball. What? You, you need to do you see Declan Rice break lines. I'm not a massive character, but I'm saying. He wins the ball and passes the ball forward. It's not always the sideways motion. Okay, I, I, I'm not I saying he's going to give that. you a Pogba pass or whatever, but I'm saying he's PMP. He wins the ball. He covers the ground as a DM. What more do you need? Just be basic. No, nah, like, we we're need not more than a basic DM though. We, we, don't, nah, nah. we don't want a deep line playmaker. We want somebody a ball winner. That's what nah, we want. Nah, we have a Tom for that. We don't, we don't need an all rounder. All we need is somebody to go get that's the, not good enough. the ball. No, no, no. We yeah, have a Tom for that. Enough. For what you're saying, bro, we have a Tom And the reality of it is. Nah, bro, you can't. Like, we've clocked. Well, for me, I feel like they do the job, man. Just because. This always happens, fam. You always we, we always want players that are ball winners and then they step up and you see that you, and, like, and you see exactly. remember Schneiderlin remember Schneiderlin oh, Schneiderlin just opened my eyes you, you can't you can't play ball at this wait level wait 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 Morayo please boy sorry quickly Morayo Schneiderlin let's talk because I remember when you used to talk smack to me come no, come I come I did come, not come, used come, to talk come, smack come, what come, I used to the only argument the only argument I made was that we were a better side. Remember, we were so porous defensively at, at that period. But whenever he played for us, we were solid. Did I ever tell you it was a baller? Of course I didn't, because he clearly wasn't. That was the only point I made, and you used to fight me on that. That's it. But yeah, better defensively what? Better Why defensively. do you let me draw you out like that? You're like, you're like, give me a second. Let me go and eat my egg, and we can finish this conversation. United just still haven't, 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 haven't replaced Roy Keane. What do you think Carrick was good uh, defensively? Of course, he was decent. He was nah, decent. He was nah, solid. Nah. That's what one he had thing to that do. everybody hated about him, man. Defensively, average defensively. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't what he was. That wasn't what he was there to do, though. Bro, he definitely was a top interceptor. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Huh? Say that again. Sporling wasn't a ball winner. He was a positional midfield player, so he'd like yeah. he'd read, intercept, and stuff like that. Like exactly. you weren't gonna go like get like. 
3.4 tackles per game and like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it was just, he's an interceptor. Yeah, he'd snuff stuff out before yeah. it like, really like started. Yeah, that's somebody sort of to go. Get somebody to go and grab the ball. Go and chase the ball. Go and grab the ball and go and pass it. That trust me, at the top level, that ain't it, man. It's not enough, bro. You got Henderson smashing it for Liverpool. Nah, nah. You you see, but that's different because you had you 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 have a whole midfield three there that are just ball winners, and that's fine. It's understandable. But then, but even then, last season you saw the difference that happened when. When um that when Fabinho came in for 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 him, for him, come on levels, man. Respect Bam. it, man. Bam, Fabinho came in. There was levels because Fabinho is an all-rounder. We need an all-rounder. We need need one all-rounder that's out there. Thomas, you need to find one. That's that's it. Party, party, Thomas, party, party. Exactly. There's party out there. There's trust me. There will always be one. Get, getting rice would be such a waste. It would be so expensive and he would be so basic. And then he will come up to this level and then you will see he won't have the space to pass into. He'll keep going inside. We see it for England each game. Well, sure. play a low block. They, he is terrible. The only thing that pisses me off about rice is just the English premium. Like, I'm not willing to pay 80 million. Mate. But you keep yes. mentioning I'm English goods, though. Yeah, I'm but that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're linked with them, I'm just gonna say, like, I'm obviously I'm not <laughs> counting the feet. I'm just saying, oh yeah, I'll take that. You take but him, if, right. Yeah, but if the fee is eighty million, obviously not. Do you know what I mean? We can that's just go get all somebody. That's how these boys the are going for. Like these these prem teams have money, man, and they know mm. we've got even more money. So you want to mm. take a player that they see as key to their plans? You're paying sixty, seventy, eighty million. Easy. And he's not, yeah. and he's not even that wavy. He's, me he's not, boy. No, no. Phillips is definitely better than him. For you, for Leeds, yeah, hundred for Leeds, yeah, uh, yeah. I've been hearing about him still. Cool. Let's close up with the last couple of questions. Um, got a question from C Business Only. Um, when all defenders are fit, who should be our centre back pairing? Maguire and Bay. Yeah, quick, anyone disagree? I'm, I'm sure gonna... Jeff. I saw Jeff had stocks in Lindelof. I'm no, gonna... I, I, I dropped those. I, I clocked. Like, I, <laughs> I see me, I like a player that looks like he can play football until I realise he can't really play. This guy passed the ball with his left foot a couple of times. I was like, ah, this is a baller. <laughs> I have stocks in Tuanzebe still, but I'm not mad at Maguire and Bay. Yeah, yeah no, gonna... Maguire and Bay easily. Oh, bro, to be fair, I really don't know why nobody likes Rojo. I think he's a top Shall I tell you something? Rojo's top level is unreal. But yeah. that top level, he doesn't reach it too many times, bruv. No, like, he will have a string of three sick 10 out of 10 games and then go and then just do a madness for and then give away a pen and then be doing high tackles and then that be booting like all of our defenders, bro. bro That's all a sick Rojo ball. does is boot it, bro. When he's in possession, all he does is boot it constantly, what? constantly. What? Yeah, he gets in Chopper Mike Chopper Reed. That's calm. But when he's in <laughs> possession, all he does is boot it. And I'm not having that for Manchester United. I'm still waiting Sorry. to score one of them forty-yard screamers, in bro. Him. When he's <laughs> him, oh him my god, he slices everything. Oh, he slices it all the time. It makes no sense. Where are you scoring those that you continue <laughs> continuously want to shoot? What was that's that? Like that just, what's you know the when Fred gets up on his right foot, yeah, I'm like, bro, don't do it. 
Don't do it. Like, don't do it. And he always uh, kicks it as well. Just, just shoot. Like, it makes Fred more sense, it. bro. Fred loves it, though. Um, what was a game where in like centrally, like 30, 40 yards from goal, uh, Rojo just did a Rabona like F it. Like, what's it? What's it all? <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear it was against somebody worse than us, like a League Cup game or something. Oh, just yeah, F think... it. Just let me, I'm doing a Rabona like. Yeah, just did a Rabona. What's it all for? Guy... <laughs> He's Argentinian, man. They're all tapped, honestly. Bam, uh, I feel like they're all tapped. So mad. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm going to go Twanzebe and, and bye. Oh, oh, hello. Hot take. Let's Chat bro, to us. Chat guy. to us. Let's, I, let's, bro. Hot take. Well, you guys uh, can't leave Maguire on. Let's be real. He's definitely our best. Jeff, let's let him talk. Let him talk. Go on. Okay, okay, right. okay, okay, okay. All right. The reason why is because the way I like, to, I, I like to defend is high up the pitch. And we're going to have, like, with the way we attack and stuff like that, we're going to have 1v1s all the time. I can't trust Maguire like that. I can't lie. I didn't want him. I don't care how much he costs. I would rather see how Bayern Fan Zabi works out. And then if it, if they're Elijah, that's a bad. That's there's no person in that partnership though. There's like yeah, no other yeah. pass the ball. <laughs> Fam, do, like, do you know what? I understand it, but it's like there's no, there's gonna be no one playing on the ball. I mean, Bayern sometimes he he gets a bit ahead of himself and thinks he's like um like. But B- B- Barazi or something, but bro, he's I mean... so mad. Like he can do the basics of literally just bringing it up and then finding somebody. But then he no, starts no. like trying to that dribble. He, d- he starts that trying to dribble it. through, man. Like yeah, man. let me dribble. Oh, I'll I'll Bam. see him in my past life. Let me try dribbling. The guy's he, a sicko. He he brings me the most the most joy in this club. I don't care. So he has to play. Um... Bro, that said about <laughs> partnership here. Yeah. Both of our centre backs are getting sent off, man. Both no, of them no, no. What do you not think of Twanzebe though? How how high? No, nah, no, nah, he's he good. Can... I'm, I'm just. I, do you know what? I rate him. Yeah, in terms of from what I've seen. Yeah, a bit more than Bay. Yeah, me too. Because uh, what? Because he's, he's composed. Because he's composed. He's he's Bay without the mental issues. Exactly. I don't think he's as yeah. impre- I don't think he's as impressive as le- athletically as Bay though. Yeah, nah, he's what? Not, oh, I don't know, you know. He's I don't know. Are you crazy? Nah, Bae's a mad team, man. Yo, no. Twanzebe might be physically the most, like, capable athlete at the club. He's a beast, bro. Nah, Bae's a mad team still. Don't, don't. Nah, no. Twanzebe's, anyway. Me personally, yeah. Twanzebe and Maguire. Bae does not want to Twanzebe and Maguire was probably safer. Because Bay, I don't know what one we're getting. I don't know what Bay we're gonna get on that day. If we get the Bay at uh, PSG right back, then <laughs> that is top five that worst performance. performances. Worst performance ever. You know. Do you know what? Why I respect him? He wasn't injured. You know. He's like, ah, this is long. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing shit. This is long. I'm coming off. No, no, you know? no, <laughs> No, no, do you know what the worst thing is? That was even the second time that season. He had to be brought off in the first half because it was that bad. That season, yeah. he was on budge. He, he was, was shit. Good. And that was, it, that, was, that was like in a quick succession of games. Like It was like two, games, was on... two games after he got he got taken off again. Bruv, yeah. He no, was on budge. Bae, Bae he does was an absolute man, wild boy. They were like, <laughs> they weren't doing all their combos on his side of the pit. He didn't know where he was, bro. He was so no. baffled. He was so baffled. <laughs> he oh, was baffled. <laughs> that guy was drunk. He was so drunk. <laughs> but I don't blame him because Oli probably showed him where he was playing 
early, like two hours before the game. I'm throwing you right back, you know. It's a bit of a mad thing, but... Yeah, I'm you, telling you, you just called him up and said, yo, you're playing right back. He said, huh? <laughs> and, the worst, and the worst thing about it is from centre-back, this guy would dribble. From right-back, he was not interested. Nah, no, he didn't want to try. He was he confused. Right-back, he was like, what am I doing here? He just played like he was malfunctioning. <laughs> I fully remember that game, bro. I can't let it go. I that's can't let it go. Five. Anytime I think of the guy, I can't let it go. Okay, that's that top, performance that's day, five yeah, worst. unforgivable. That's the worst performance I think I've that's seen from a defender. Nah, nah, nah. It was sabotage. Joe, the thing is, yeah, I think Bay and Pogba have, have like the top five worst performances I've seen in okay, a long yeah, I was while. Okay, yeah, I was just about to ask you. <laughs> Pogba had a four This is the final question, yeah? The top five worst performances that you've seen for us in the last five years. Pogba, Southampton, Pogba, Brighton, Pogba, Liverpool... Pogba, this, Pogba, that is, no, that's it, that's it. Yeah, no, Pogba's definitely up there. Nah. Fred, no, Fred is up there. No, Jones I need games, I need games. Which one is the one where, oh, no, actually, no, 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 no. Shall I tell, tell you the worst ever performance? Lukaku against City when we lost and he gave away the goals. Oh, the 2-1, oh my God. Oh my God, he gave away the goals. That was so bad. No, but I say Lukaku, yeah. That game, how can you give away goals and miss chances? <laughs> it, and your striker, your striker, and gave away the goals. Do you know what? <laughs> I think, I think, how can a number nine give away the goals? So like, if that was the worst, I think that's the worst performance I've seen from a main night player. Nah, 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 bro. Pogba yeah. against Liverpool at home. Oh, Pogba's had back. so many shits, man. He's had so many he shits. Pen, he gave away a pen, he gave away the boy every time he had it. He looked like he was drunk on lean. I promise you that game I'll never forget. He was nah. white. Okay, I nah. want a, I want a definitive list of games like okay, this game against this team. So Pogba right. versus okay, so we got okay. 18. I need I, okay. So Pogba versus Southampton, seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Pogba Liverpool sixteen seventeen. Yeah. Pogba Young. Brighton seventeen eighteen. That same game. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Zlatan. Oh hey. my god. Oh, okay. hey, 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 Luke Luke Shaw versus Arsenal a couple of weeks ago. No, so hold on, hold on. So that um Pogba game against Liverpool, was that the one where Jose went mad defensive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my That's god. Bad. Hey, Pogba. The one where he put his hands out, like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> and what did you say, Reeves? Zlatan in the same game. Zlatan against Liverpool 1617. I remember that. Zlatan game. Oh, the nil nil. The one away. That, that away game. Jesus. When Fellaini was our best player. Ah, uh, Fellaini. Oh, I miss him. Oh, oh get out. He, he was all right, you know. He done his job. <laughs> I, I, I time to that guy. Trust me, the grass isn't always greener. Now we're dealing with McTominay. <laughs> cool. So, what are the no, top no, no. five? Because people are going to go back and they're either going to go and watch these games or they're going to reminisce. I want you guys <laughs> don't to Don't go and watch these games. <laughs> don't go. Don't even do that to yourself. Okay. Young versus Barcelona, yeah? That game, I will never forgive him. That's the one <laughs> game I can never forgive Young. You know, I missed that game completely. I, hey, I, I, know, I go back to my hotel. I watched the Barcelona game. I, I go I back not... and I said, someone said free no. Fam, that away game, I swear to God, Young, I still watched it. I think I, I think I was on holiday. I was like, bro, there's no way I'm watching that. Uh, yeah, same. Young, Young versus, match. okay, so Young versus Barcelona. Okay, we'll put that in there. Um, the thing about Bay versus PSG, remember, it was only like half an hour. So yeah, That's good enough. Was it was it long enough? Was it long enough? Because if you're putting him in the top five, you're slightly saying, 
that's the worst because the others would have played like 60 minutes upwards. I think probably probably played 90 minutes in his games. So are you putting Bay in the top five here? Yeah? No, no, that's, that's the worst for sure. I've ever seen. Bayern, hey, top, okay. one, top one, top one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so young, young away against Barca last season. Uh, Bay versus PSG. Lukaku. Nah, Pogba Southampton. We have to. Lukaku add versus City. Lukaku versus Southampton. When Pog was in his bag, like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna be a professional footballer today. I'm t- it's <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it's I, absolutely brazy. When Pogba wants to play like a shoot footballer, and we have to put um, a Fred performance in there, man. He's had multiple. Bro, like maybe Fred versus Wolves last season. Nah, trust me, yeah. He scored in that game. No, what the one that he gave away the ball right in front of the goal. There was a few games. Oh yeah, there's a few games. Right in that game, that's the worst thing about Fred. He was actually having an all right game, but he did that. Get that bum out of here, man. (laughs) (laughs) Tomine's had a couple worse stinkers this season. He was on a stinker streak before he got yeah, injured. But not yeah, worse though. Like, Tomine's played bad, but like not like these man. I know Phil Jones has got a couple. I'm sure there's a couple that Phil Jones gave away the penalty. Rashford, Rashford's, Rashford's lucky. lucky. You watch him against Sheffield United. Rashford under Jose, he's lucky. I can't remember specific games. Oh, uh, you're such oh, a. You're moving crazy. You're moving crazy. Nah, <laughs> Rashford ain't on the worst. Mum was just kicking it and running, you know. Mum was just kicking it and running. This they is a guy with the dribbling ability of Rashford, yeah? He was literally squ- seeing his size of this man up. I'm kicking it and I'm going to try and run around him. Jesus <laughs> is Lord, man. All right, cool. So I think we have our definitive five there. We've got Lukaku versus Manchester City. We've got Pogba against Southampton. We've got Bayi against PSG. We've yeah. got um, who who else? Am I? Young versus Barcelona. Young versus Barcelona. And what's the fifth one? Because I think it's that's got to be Smalling versus Liverpool. Chelsea. It has to be Smalling versus Chelsea. Luke Shaw versus Arsenal. Smalling was injured that game, bro. Be Luke, fair. Luke, it has Luke, to be Luke let Pepe, Pepe score on that man. Uh, Pepe was doing like fakes and that. Luke Shaw was falling on the floor. Man. I didn't understand it. That you was Pepe's best game. You don't remember Pepe at Liverpool? Uh, in the Liverpool game? <laughs> his first year. Do you not actually remember or something? I'm confused. Man, no, I don't remember Pogba. Do you remember how he gave away the penalty, bro? What was he doing? That headlock was, was a mad thing. Oh, is, is that the one where then he looked around like it was somebody yeah, else? Yeah, like, hey, he was yeah. just confused. He just stood there. The cameras were looking at his face like he was stupid. Very and stupid. I, oh, I, no, I, no, 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 no. And I remember, no, oh, like... We, we also haven't forgotten, like, some of Sanchez's performances. It's not oh, like yeah, a couple yeah, of us. Because I know there, Sanchez there, there dropped There wasn't a good performance, so you can't really pick one. Like. No, no, no. There was I City, come on, man. City. Do you know even Sanchez's performance against City is so overrated? Like, he was productive, but he was terrible at the same time. That sounds like Sanchez's whole career, mate. Spurs, yeah, in the semi-final, that was his... For us. Generally, he was the only game he actually played well. Like, Apart from that, I, I forget shit. about that game. Flipping it, yeah. Bam. Him and him and Pogba were on the madness that game. Hey, hey, that game. I actually thought to ourselves, myself, "Ooh, we're gonna be something." Sanchez is a bum, bro. He, he gave me high hopes from that game. I said, Damn. "Okay, he's, he's settling now." Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Following you, he was a bum. I saw, oh my god, oh Sanchez, my god. boy, the evil you've done in this world is enough. Man. It's, it's enough, yeah, man. It's enough. Yeah, and he's coming back next season as well. How much? Yeah. got like just dropping off a cliff. Well, man. Sanchez, Sanchez is the worst signing we've ever had. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, bro. I think I think going so. To, it's going to be here next season. Okay. Well, let's, okay, this is my last uh, question for you, lot. Our worst ever signing in the last five years. Our five worst signings. 
No, oh, come on, man. That's Sanchez. Schneiderlin. Schneiderlin's no, not Luke, in the top five, Luke. man. Of course he's, he's in the top, top five. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. proud. You're being proud for no reason. He's only after a year, bro, or two years. Schneiderlin? Is not in the top five. So we've got Sanchez. Okay. Sanchez, 100%. Sanchez. Falcao. Falcao. I'm watching Maguire. I'm watching Maguire, you know. Maguire. Fred is in there. Fred. No, yeah. Wait, Fred is worse than, than Snyderlin. You guys are just saying anything now. No, no. No. Schweinsteiger was okay, man. Yeah, Schweinsteiger. Listen, Schneidsteiger, yeah, you would never, ever, ever see Jana for, for what he did the next football that year. No, but you know what, yeah. That game, 3-0. Arsenal. Hey, 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 Arsenal absolutely destroyed us that game. He was jogging. No, but you know what? He was going mad. He was like, look what they're doing. But you know what? His legs His legs were gone, man. His legs were gone. Yeah, and we like, he was supposed to be the deep line run. controller. Yeah, we passed like, he, he was terrible. Come, he didn't come into the deep line. Did, 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 did. He was terrible. Please, bye, 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 bye. So you've got nice. him in your top five worst. Uh, yeah. And then also we got Adi Maria, man, because he was only good. Adi Maria has to be there. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I don't like. Nah, that. Don't, okay, guys, 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 guys. A player who is shown quality. And hasn't quite reached the height. Remember, we're Latin killers here. Who's no, so no, quality? No. Can't be your worst. Yeah, he can't, can't be, be in your worst five nah. signings. Come on, man. He's the worst five. Right, after the first couple of months. Yeah, Pogba's up there. Was Pogba's up there. Pogba's <laughs> part of the worst five signings. One hundred Memphis, yeah. Luke Shaw. Snyderlin. Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan's up. Mkhitaryan. 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 Who else? Sanchez. And who's the fifth one? Schneiderlin. Schneiderlin's on the side. No, come on. That's not going to bang. Schweinsteiger's worse. Schweinsteiger's worse than Schneiderlin. But okay. Let me just put this into context here. 90 million. Also, three of his performances are in your worst five performances. Okay, they're not in your worst five. They're in your hey, worst ten. They're in your worst ten. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, don't conclude this one. I'll start thinking bad things about Pogba. Nah, Pogba was ninety million, yeah, and 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 he hasn't even balled out for say six months in a row. Like, they're racist, you know. You must racist. He's been just as good as he's been bad. Like most of them, man, were just bad. Like, yeah, you know no. I mean? yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Pogba in there is capped. We've got to speak on Pogba soon, innit? Maybe we've got to devote a pod to him, innit? But um, <laughs> yeah. I'm on him. I'm on him still. So. <laughs> Memphis, Luke Shaw, Mkhitaryan, Sanchez, and... Manu- Manu- Falcao. Falcao. Yeah, yeah, Falcao. You, are you not forgetting we spent 30 million pounds? You didn't sign Falcao. Jeff, Jeff, it's not going to bang because when he, was, <laughs> when he was coming on to do his defensive job, he did it. That's it. He just couldn't play. That's all. He wasn't a. Pl- he, he's not a footballer. He just couldn't play. That's bad enough. What, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> right no, we. was worse. Schweinsteiger was horrific. We played yeah, thirty well, million. Schweinsteiger was, was not good. Name me one game that Schweinsteiger played for. We played thirty football. million for Cochlad. Go. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, you're not forgetting how bad he was. So you're telling me that Falcao was better, yeah? 
He was free. We did a sign Falco. Alright, we'll take Falco. Damn, that one year was expensive, you know. It was oh, really like so six million that. compared to thirty mil. Right, Bro, cool. his, All right, his Falcao's out. Falcao, Falcao's out. Falcao's out. We can't uh, argue. Put Snyder in there. I'm, I'm, okay, that's it. Okay, I'm, I'm proud. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still. Snadlin, Snadlin, slash Pogba. Snadlin, Snadlin, Schmidtfield, just get the both in there. Yeah, yeah get the so Memphis, Luke, Schmidtfield, Mkhitaryan, Sanchez, and Schneiderlin slash Weinstein. Hey, you lot said Mickey. I forgot about that bastard. Yeah, he was an absolute mad team, man. What was the game where he did that mad run, Tottenham? And we was like, ah, oh, he's, he's here now. But he can only like, run in one direction. Nah, it, it, was, it was the bicycle kick that I thought, ooh, we've got a baller. Hey, right. Dortmund keep pointing us, you know. They've they, they got to allow it. They keep sending us studs. Yeah, yeah, no, All, right, All right, um, with that, I think we'll, we'll end the pod. I, I imagine that people will be responding, telling you lot that you're wrong about Schneiderlin. But we'll see. Mm. Um, thanks for coming through, guys. Uh, oh, this has been our longest pod as well, so yeah. better respect it. Yeah, man, you like the work rate, the work rate. I've got to respect it, man. So we'll see you all again next uh, Monday. Peace out. All right, peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Thank you, man. Mars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Mars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Sports Social Podcast Network.